The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Cheers to a great day and this ice-cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Or your grandma here with us, making carne asada. She does love a cold Corona. Throw in some dancing. Oh, we can watch the game. I'll drink to that. So a backyard concert with football, food, dancing, and Corona? And your grandma. Or we could keep it simple. Simple is good. Want a Corona? Thanks. Salud to the perfect day. Corona, la vida más fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona Extra Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Rotor Road Football Podcast. Say it with me, the most important podcast in the universe. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Thank you so much for tuning into Tuesday's episode with Ray, Waivers Each Week, and Thursday's episode with Ray, Nick, and Retchert. Um, we also have Rotor World Live every Sunday, noon Eastern. The show is dedicated to you, it's for all of you. We answer your start sit questions at noon, leading up to kickoff at 1 Eastern. Uh, almost the entire Rotor Road football crew joins us, Evan, Pat, Ray, and it's being rich for the entire 45 minutes. It's a lot of fun. So go check out Rotor World's YouTube page and subscribe while you are there and subscribe to this podcast. If you have not before, and if you enjoy it for any moment during this entire episode, I'm talking to you, Simon and Saul, and that's it. Sam, I guess. Sure. Before we get started with Pat, just wanted to shout out our friends over at Draft.com. You know that I love Draft.com. I love Draft.com in the summer. I like Draft.com in the fall, and I'm surely like it this winter and spring as well. It's because Draft.com is one of my favorite DFS platforms and also for best ball leagues. But now, during the NFL season, it's at its best with weekly live drafts. Yes, it's not one of those salary cap based DFS sites. Instead, you draft players along with other people live. There can be three team leagues. There can be 10 team leagues up and down, and they start every single minute as soon as they fill. It's as easy as one quarterback, two running backs, and two wide receivers and tight ends at all different price ranges. The best thing about draft.com is to go to draft.com slash rotoworld or use promo code Roto World, because you get a free entry when you deposit money. That's right, free entry when you use draft.com slash rotoworld or promo code rotoworld in the app. And again, go download the app in the app store. All right, it's time to bring on Patrick Darty, Roto Pat. Um, Pat, this is a very sincere question I'm starting off with today. Okay. Um, I noticed that your Twitter avatar is you. And Roto Patricia, your daughter, um, <laughs> not in a sand pit. Is that what they call them? But in a pit it's a sandbox. Sandbox. A sandbox. Sound like you had a childhood, Josh. It is. It is not a sandbox. <laughs> Instead, you are in a pit of corn. 
Well, not you, your daughter. Is that the most Midwestern thing possible? I don't know. I mean, so, you know, where I am, I'm in the the St. Louis exurbs, you know, not very rural, uh, despite what some people around here might think driving around uh, like with their big old trucks and whatnot. But uh, so set a pumpkin patch last year. So, you know, we're doing like the classic pumpkin thing and they happen to have it there. And, uh, you know, the daughter was instantly drawn to it and it seemed it was just good, harmless, clean fun. And, uh, Clean, clean is the keyword. It is very, you know, that's much more like upper Midwest thing than like I would say Missouri. That's more of like a Wisconsin, Iowa, Minnesota kind of thing. But it's, it's definitely a very Midwest thing. I mean, I can't really talk my way out of that one. Um, okay, that's it. I was just interested because I'd never seen a sandbox that was really a corn box instead. By the way, uh, I didn't really want to be a member of a like kid avatar Twitter. You can't help it, man. Like I, I, I post pictures of my dog all the time, and it's just a freaking dog, even though he's the uh, best yeah. dog in the world. I just didn't want to be kid avatar Twitter. Kid picture Twitter is one thing, but avatar Twitter. But I was just like really sick of my old profile picture, and I'm now only ever photographed if it's with my kids. So there you go. Choices. Yeah, I have no reasons to take pictures of myself. <laughs> um, okay, Patrick, time to pick on your rankings like I do each and every week. I apologize beforehand, but we have to start with Andy Dalton. Pat, I think you're too low on Andy Dalton, like considerably too low because you have Andy Dalton as a quarterback 15 this week. Meanwhile, Andy Dalton has thrown multiple touchdown passes in every game and over 40 attempts in three straight performances. And now he gets the Miami Dolphins who yes, have Xavier Howard, but I still think this is a very solid matchup for Andy Dalton and startable in top 12. Well, it's it's a lot of weeks we've been talking like all the setups are bad for the top quarterbacks. This week, most of the big guys, except for Pat Mahomes, uh, all have pretty good matchups. Even like Kirk Cousins at the Eagles doesn't really look that bad on paper. And a big part of Andy Dalton's like reversion to his career means has um, kind of you know having his whole uh, supporting cast healthy. Like everyone's finally mm-hmm. healthy after last year's disaster. Now Tyler Eifert uh, no longer healthy. Uh, you know, how is that going to affect the Bengals' offense? And you know the Dolphins, despite uh, their total derailment last week, have actually been pretty stingy uh, to opposing fantasy quarterbacks. Bottom five or six in points allowed. Uh, I mean Tom Brady didn't look good last week, and uh, Andy Dalton's you know, huge game last week was against you know, maybe the most injured defense in the league. Uh, had another big game and. Thursday night football in week two, but kind of went off the rails in the second half of that game even. And to me, I think Andy Dalton has been more of like the Jekyll and Hyde Andy Dalton this season than his box scores would kind of lead you to believe. And uh, so I still haven't ranked as a high end QB two this week, but just especially with kind of an overall rosy outlook at the quarterback position, I do not think he is a QB one this week. Yeah. If we're doing fantasy math, I guess we can kind of not eliminate AJ green necessarily, but below average numbers for AJ Green because of the Zavian Howard effect. Um, and then, uh, as you mentioned, no um, Tyler Eifert. So it certainly seems like a if it's going to be an offensive performance for the Bengals, it's whatever healthy running back is out there, plus Andy Dalton to Tyler Boyd. Yes, because John Ross is also banged up too. So Yeah, he is. I mean, you know, it's not like I'd be stunned to see Andy Dalton finish in the top 12. I just think like laying out the case for each quarterback – I think he belongs outside the top 12 this week. Moving on, you have Carlos Hyde as running back 12. He's certainly seen a bunch of volume so far this year and has kind of been 
a volume and touchdown dependent back. Now that's not fair because you know, that's kind of the crux of the running back position, unless you're Alvin Kamara or someone else. Um, I guess Christian McCaffrey too, since he hasn't found the end zone, Alvin Kamara has. Um, but Pat, I guess stepping back a little bit and trying to break the bubble here, should people be worried at all? Maybe not immediately, but with how good Nick Chubb looked last week, that maybe perhaps that starts buying the colors highs volume starting this week. With a better coaching staff, I would be worried. And uh, even this poor coaching staff has said they want to get Nick Chubb more involved going forward. But uh, we've heard them say that for now several weeks with Duke Johnson. And this is a coaching staff that I feel like once the game starts, they don't know how to break their habits, basically. And their habit so far this year has been to give the ball to Carlos Hyde a ton, uh, 22 carries in three or four games. That's just and especially in this day and age, I mean, that's just crazy volume. And uh, like like you said, it is a volume ranking, but I mean, volume is still king in fantasy football. And I just, even with the two Nick Chubb home runs last week, I just don't see compelling enough reason to expect uh, Nick, to, to expect Carlos Hyde really to get fewer than 20 carries. And if you're going to get 20 carries, you're basically always going to be right there in that RB1 borderline. So I, I think that Nick Chubb should cut into his workload. Yeah. I think it could take uh, another a more, few more weeks, basically, for Hugh Jackson, uh, you know, kind of decides, like, oh, yeah, this is something I should actually do, not just say I am going to do. It's a difficult matchup, too, right? Like, CJ Mosley's a talented player, and he's back in the fold. And as Reeves wrote in the worksheet, the Ravens are only allowing 68 rushing yards to opposing backfields on average. Not very um, many. Not very many, but it's, it'll be interesting. I mean, a touchdown, you know, makes a running back a top 24, top 20 score you know, immediately. Let's project, if I'm like, even at a good week for me, let's say for this ranking, 21 carries, 67 yards, two touchdowns. that what I'm Ooh. hoping for? Wow. Okay. Is that what I'm hoping for? I, I'm not projecting that. I'm saying maybe, is that maybe one for? touchdown, like 60 yards, one touchdown is probably not right. two. This would be the week where he gets two, then he goes three weeks without scoring. <laughs> let's move on to another running back, Pat. Uh, Matt Breida. Matt Breida is someone who, I mean, led the NFL in rushing. I don't think he does anymore. But what happened was that he lost his quarterback. And actually, I thought C.J. Beathard played fine, capable starter, like maybe Case Keenum level starter last week. Um, And so a running back can still have success. Matt Breida kind of went in and out of the game because of injuries and ailments he was dealing with. You have been the running back 27. So basically, if you have a good roster – you're basically saying, hey, don't start Matt Breida. I guess I am saying that. You know, C.J. Beathard, by the way, uh, he's was serviceable, but he should probably stop playing quarterback like he is uh, storming the beaches of Normandy, basically yeah. like looking for <laughs> as much contact as possible. Um, the way I kind of look at this 49ers backfield right now, it's kind of like the poor man's Broncos backfield. Like Matt Breida is like the poor man's Philip Lindsay right now. And Alfred Morris is like the penniless man's Alfred Morris. It's like the penniless man's Royce Freeman right now. And Brita, like you say, he was leading the league in rushing, but he's yet to he's yet to exceed eleven carries in a game. And uh, there are indicators there, you know, that he's going to kind of break through and get greater usage. But been four weeks and we just haven't seen it yet. And an offense, you know, I'm not expecting to be like you said. C.J. Beathard was serviceable last week. He's kind of serviceable last year. But just not an offense, you know, I'm expecting to like uh, raise fantasy boats, so to speak, right now. And I think you're just looking at with with uh, Matt Breida kind of 13 to 14 touches in a below average offense. Mm-hmm. And 
There's just only so high you can rank that. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see him get 20 touches if, if they have the lead, let's say. And I, I mean, I'm running back 20. I, I know. I mean, 14. you have a difficult job, Pat. I'm like, I'm picking out, you know, three or four rankings each week. And his season high is 14. Place. So you're saying he's going to exceed his season high by at least six. Yes. Uh, I'm doing that. All right. I mean, Godspeed to us. To but luckily, us. I don't I have to write them up and post them and have a bunch of people read them and critique them. So uh, <laughs> let's close it out with uh, Calvin Ridley, who's at wide receiver 23, which is firmly in start territory. Um, I know that he's scoring touchdowns, and I know that that's not something that really happens to Julio Jones. Okay, so, you <laughs> know, the Atlanta Falcons need someone to score touchdowns, and it has been Calvin Ridley. Um but Pat, like, I guess, again, taking a step back here, is is this the type of player that it could just all stop and vanish and this is like a great two or three game stretch? Or is this someone that like consistently each week we really buy into as a as a major part of the offense, even if he's playing like what around 55, 60 percent of the snaps on offense? It could definitely manage uh, his target totals past three weeks are six, eight and five. Uh you know, if, if that's was going to be like his weekly target totals, he would basically need to be like uh, a new Will Fuller, like a guy who scores two touchdowns for every eight uh, looks he gets. But yes, so obviously there's a fluky element with this like complete touchdown avalanche. But uh, four of his five, six touchdowns have originated in the red zone. So it would appear that they are like making a concerted effort to get him the ball in the red zone. So maybe it's not quite as fluky as it seems. And it's going to be a team that's going to be a lot of shootouts, a team attempting a lot of passes. Uh, like like we said earlier, the defense just like injured to hell, basically. So it's going to be a shootout-prone offense. It's a shootout-prone offense that seems to be working to get him the ball in the most important area of the field for fantasy. So right now, it's I agree it's kind of like a riding high ranking. Yeah. But you know, I don't see – I have him like directly ahead of Devin Funches and Marvin Jones. And Alshon Jeffrey's got a tough matchup this week. Uh, Doug Baldwin, you know, kind of not near 100% in a shaky offense. So this is kind of it's just kind of an upside hedge over guys who don't excite me as much. And uh, but I do, yeah, I would not be surprised if next week it's like, oh yeah, you know, Calvin Ridley, uh, we got to dial that back. Or he could remain, you know, the main focus in the red zone, and maybe even see more. He snaps. could just remain. He could remain red zone. Will Fuller, basically. Yep. Um, yep. Um, all right, Pat. You can check out Pat's rankings over on Rotor Road. You can also check out Pat. On Sunday's episode of Roto World Live, which is at noon Eastern on Roto World's YouTube page. Um, thanks so much. And if you enjoy this podcast any moment, be sure to subscribe. And if you're subscribed, you've been great at leaving reviews. So go and do that again. We'll see you all on Sunday and talk to you soon. See ya. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 
Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.